Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are ranking the Infinity Saga. That's right, 23 Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, all in order of our favorites, so that uh, you know where to start, right? Uh, I don't think it's how it works, man. Yeah, no, we're, we're authorities on this. <laughs> all that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff, are you ready to rank all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies? Man, I'm ready to rank and roll. We haven't ranked... (laughs) Gosh. We haven't... (laughs) By the way, last week, someone called me out on Twitter for missing it, because I totally did when it was live. I heard it when I was editing. Uh, I was talking about Mahershala Ali, and you said, Prince Ali, mighty is he. And I just totally missed it. I uh, just didn't hear you and just kept talking over you and someone, <laughs> and someone posted Ali Ababa. Like, yes. Said like, I hear you, Jeff. I hear you. I am so happy. Yeah. I've never been happier. You were heard. You were heard. I just, I, I love being heard. It must have been a Skype thing. I, I totally missed it. Uh, okay. Now we're going to rank all the MCU movies and just kind of uh, update our ranking. We're going to, we're each going to rank our favorites and then we're going to, uh, do the math and figure out what the final ranking will be uh, for our MCU cast official ranking, which is going to be strange because I know me and Jeff do not have the same list for sure. My love yeah. of Iron Man three is going to fuck this whole thing up. The entire thing, top to bottom. Yeah, it's really going to mess it up for for <laughs> Jeff. Jeff's going to be really upset about how high Iron Man three is. I'm going to um, be infuriated by how high you've got Iron Man three on your list. I know you are. You really are. It's going to be so low on your list. Uh, okay, let's <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about these movies ranked. Uh, we're just going to go back and forth, one for one, and talk about where we want these movies to sit. Sound good? Sure. I guess I'll go first. Okay. Thor the Dark World, number 23. Okay. That's fair. It wasn't that great. <clears throat> that's, 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 that's my call. What, what you got? Uh, number 23 is Iron Man 3. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, absolutely. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. That hurts me. I thought you were going to be upset about where I put Iron Man 3. I'm really upset about where you put Iron Man 3. That's, that's a direct attack. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> that's not fair. Not no. like this. Not, not like this. this. Come on, Switch. <laughs> All right. Now, All right. I, I, okay, so we, we probably need to discuss our differences in how we did our rankings. Uh, you, put out all the movies onto like a spreadsheet or something, right? Yeah. Well, I, you, I just, you know, did the mind work myself and really thought about it. I sat here and really contemplated what I thought about each movie. Yep. You used yep. an app. I had to <laughs> struggle to compare every movie to every other movie. We'll put a link somewhere on the show notes or whatnot, <laughs> or we'll post it on Facebook. Uh, there's a, there's a, app that allows you to just choose which movie you like of two it puts two movies you pick one and then it does that whatever 30 or 40 times and then it ranks all the movies for you which came out it came out last year uh when right after infinity war and it was um you know it just puts the two movies together and or two of the movies together says which one of these would you rather go see right now like which one of these would you rather rather watch see for me 
that's different. Uh, and, and this this goes a lot of what I was doing was I was sitting here thinking like, yes, which would I rather watch right now? But also, what has the most meaning to me? Like some of these are just really meaningful. And like, I took that into account too okay, because okay, it's really difficult for you to throw Iron Man versus Guardians of the Galaxy at me. Yeah, because like you've got one of the best ensemble films. And then you've got the movie that started this whole thing. Yeah, that is a tough and one. That is a tough how do you, question. How do you do that? How do you decide? on That's like picking favorite children. Yeah. The, the, the thing that blows me away about these, these ranking is when I was doing I was just like, man, there are so many good ones. Like, right? <laughs> uh, right? I, I kind of had three dis- distinct tiers of ones that are just great, ones that are kind of middling, and ones that are on the bottom. And like... Uh, ones that are just kind of clearly they're not they're none of them are bad not not one of these movies is bad um except iron man 3 and thor of the dark world um but <laughs> uh <laughs> i would i would say i think i think i do do not like thor of the dark world i think it's pretty bad okay it, like the the only thing i like about thor of the dark world is ruined in other movies i like the fact that I, the only stuff I like is the brother stuff. I really like a Loki when Loki sacrifices himself. I love that scene. And then at the end, it doesn't even take it to the next movie before the movie is over. When the end credit sequence hits, you know that Loki's alive. <laughs> Oop, not dead. It just totally undid it for me. You know. Yep. No, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. All right. So number twenty-two, I have Incredible Hulk. Really? Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, my number twenty-two is Thor: The Dark World. Ah, well, that sounds like that might be the worst movie on our list here. <laughs> I mean, it's it's possible. It's looking like it. It's looking like it. Okay, that's twenty-three. That's twenty-two. All right, for twenty-one, uh, you're not going to like this. And I did Uh-oh. not do this to hurt you. I promise. Oh God. Oh, see, now I'm questioning myself. <laughs> did I just do this to hurt you? Follow your heart. Did I just do this to hurt you? Am I following my heart or did I do this to hurt you? No, I didn't do this oh, to hurt you. Ouch. I promise. It's, it is just like what I would rather watch. You know what? I'm not going to do it yet. I'm going to th- move it up a couple because I, I'm looking at what's above it and I'm like, no, it's not. It's not there. Okay. okay. Fluid list. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fluid still. I'm still like looking at it. I'm like, Ugh. ooh, I hit that one kind of early. Okay. Number 21 for me, Captain Marvel. Really? That low? Yeah. I hate to say it, but yeah. Huh. That was such a good movie, too. I know. See, that's the thing. I, I'm sitting here looking at Captain Marvel, and I'm like, I like that movie. It's good, but it's n- there's nothing above it. I'd rather swap for it, you know? Huh. And this is, it's, it is in the lower tier for me, but like, it's not bad. I like that movie. Yeah. You're going to be upset with me on this one. And uh. it's just it's how the clicking went. And it's a, it's a matter of, you know, when I put it up against other movies, other than Iron Man 3 and Thor The Dark World, I just would rather watch those movies. Uh, my number 21 is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Ooh, yikes. I love yikes. the movie. But I just, I honestly, I would rather watch Iron Man 2 than Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. Which, Iron Man 2 is my number 20. Okay. Iron Man 2 is number 20. All right. Man, your Iron Man's are real low, which is interesting to me because, uh, yeah, 
I, you know, I, Iron Man's just one of my favorite characters and yeah. is a yeah. lot of fun. I absolutely give props to Robert Downey Jr. and, and, him starting like him and and Kevin Favreau or it's Kevin wow Kevin <laughs> Feige John Favreau good lord Kevin Favreau I, I that's really fine. yeah they're a celebrity couple <laughs> they absolutely are I I absolutely give props to those guys for for kicking off this whole thing and having this amazing vision of what can be what can come about and I really I really love Iron Man. And I really like Iron Man 2. And like Iron Man 3, we've been over that. I really love those movies. But Iron Man 2 was just not as good, in my opinion, mm-hmm. as a lot of, of the other movies that have been out. Yeah, I hear you. Well, my number 20, this one's pretty low for this one. And I, I kind of hate it. Again, I don't hate any of these movies. Uh, I feel like I have to defend all the ones in the bottom here. My number 20 is Ant-Man. Okay. Okay, that's mm, that's fair. Um, I didn't have it terribly high either, but that's fair. Yeah, I, you know, <sighs> thinking on it, <laughs> I really like Paul Rudd Ant Man. The way that the Hulk is, you know, when he when he shows up in other people's movies. And gets to riff off of them. Yeah, you really start to love that character, and and mm-hmm. the, you know the character of Scott Lang. You really you get a feel for just how real a person he is. Right, and and I that's the thing. He's he's very real, and the movies are fun, but they they feel like they lack weight to me. They feel small. <laughs> yes, they feel similar to me. As what we keep complaining about, about the Fox X-Men movies. They feel like a movie that has already had its time. Like, it feels like the original Batman trilogy or whatever. Like, it feels like that kind of a superhero story. It doesn't feel... It's funnier. It's it's like they added jokes to a very sort of simple superhero story. Instead of sort of being groundbreaking as so many of these others are. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's fair, I think. Well, let's move on to nineteen. I have this one's gonna hurt you. I have Thor at nineteen. Thor, like Thor one. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know you a love lot of, you, you know, love Thor. <clears throat> a lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people didn't like it as much because you know they felt that Thor was a boring character and. You know, he, the, the fantasy story really wasn't them. Personally, though, for an intro to Thor, Marvel Comics Thor, I thought that that film was perfect. But that's coming as a, as a Thor fan. Yeah. And, and into that's, it. that's great. I just, I don't like the arc. I don't, the, 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 uh, the characters, relationships don't feel earned. In a lot of ways, the only thing I do love, and it's why it's higher than those first four for me, is I really do love the relationship it establishes between Loki and Thor. Um, I don't like the relationship with Jane Foster at all. I really hate it, actually. We've discussed it before, but in the final battle sequence, when when uh, Loki threatens her life, and that's what motivates him to fight harder, that didn't ring true to me at all, and... It, it, and, and it just all felt very, uh, 
felt like a weird romantic comedy to me. I just, it didn't, it didn't resonate with me like I wanted it to. Um, and, and it felt very small. Whereas we saw with Thor Ragnarok, the Thor movie can be very big in scope, you know? And I mean, sure, that's years later. Yeah, I was like, that's a, that's a, there was a different production company. It's a, you know, we've had totally a decade with all of this. That's why it's lower though. You know, it, it, to me, it just, it felt smaller than many of the other movies. And, and that's the first, the phase one, you know, phase one all humble beginnings. Yeah, it's the humble beginnings. And I, it's not that I hate that movie. I like it in some ways. Um, I need a horse, (laughs) but it, it just it, it just couldn't stack up to so many of the others on my list. Yeah. Maybe it's because he didn't have a bird large enough to ride. <laughs> Maybe. Mm. Maybe that's it. <laughs> my number 19 is The Incredible Hulk. Mm. That's, a, that's a good one to or, have on the list there. Or, <laughs> as it should be known because of Edward Norton, The Incredible Sulk. Duh. The Incredible Shulk. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about this movie a lot. Uh, you know, it's it had a super awesome Tim Roth villain arc with. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised you have the it, abomination. I'm surprised you have it higher than I do because I love the Tim Roth villain arc, but I still put it low on my list because I don't like anything else about it. It just doesn't really resonate with me. The characters don't feel real or earned i don't know yeah well i mean if i'm comparing it to the other four on my list that are lower you know i don't like iron man 3 obvious thor the dark world just did not have a cohesive anything Mm -hmm. um guardians of the galaxy volume 2 just it it didn't have the rewatch value and like that whole the whole dad is a planet thing like it was fun the first time but I don't feel the need to rewatch it, mm-hmm. you know? And then Iron Man 2 had that really great spectacle at the end of, you know, fighting all the drones and, you know, the two guys back to back, like, holy crap, we get a team up movie, right? Like yeah. superheroes teaming up. It's the greatest thing ever. And then, you know, and, and it was, it was Crimson Dynamo, but it wasn't Crimson Dynamo. It was Blacklash, but it wasn't Blacklash. Like it was almost, you know, it, it felt kind of disjointed it didn't it it didn't have a solid villain story other than like if it had been Justin Hammer the whole time right hmm. so like the incredible hulk has you know a decent story with with dr banner but has a really great story with this guy that that sees the hulk and tries to become that yeah i do love that arc it's just such a small part of the movie you know what i mean yeah. and i wish yeah. th- i wish they'd bring abomination back with tim roth in that role. Um, and we don't know, we never saw him transform back. I guess the abomination just stays that way as far as we understand it. But I man, mean, if, as far as it seems, yeah, if Tim Roth could come back as Tim Roth and play that character and transform like the Hulk does, I would be so on board. If he came back for like a dark rain, man, ugh. oh, and yeah. like was on the team, was on some sort of, you know, bad Avengers team. Yeah. It'd be super fun. I'd be all over it. Okay. Number 18, what you got? Uh, my number 18 is Ant-Man. Ah, the Ant-Man. Yep. Sorry, Ant-Man. All the ones like, we're, name, we're both naming this early, I'm like, sorry, guys. <laughs> like, I really like, like, you know, like I said, I like Ant-Man. He's, he's great 
especially in a team-up movie, and I really like this first one. It's just, like, compared to, to other movies, it's just not that big, you know? Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. My 18 is Age of Ultron. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm actually surprised that it's higher on my, or uh, lower on my list than yours. I, I, I am actually a big proponent of Age of Ultron. There's just so many good solo films. I couldn't put all four Avengers in the top. And this one, <laughs> this one ended up getting bumped down partially because I was like, a big part of why it's so much fun is the team up nature of it. And there's yeah. so many other good ones that are good team up movies. And it just couldn't bump other things down the list, you know? Yeah, I think that the 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 problem with Age of Ultron was the hurried story. Like there were so many things where they were trying to lay the groundwork for other stuff. Like, you know, you really like the farm, you know, with uh with Hawkeye and his family. Yeah. Like you love that. I you know, I like it, but I don't know that it was necessary for the movie. Hmm. I don't think that it really laid any kind of like other than emotional stakes for for Hawkeye to give us that little bait and switch at the end of the movie. It's, it's the emotional beat of the movie to me, you know? And yeah, I do know, I do feel like they invested a lot in that bait and switch of Hawkeye, which is why one of the reasons it's so low on the list, you know, there, 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 there's definitely problems with Age of Ultron of the Avengers movie. It's the worst one, you know, and it's, but it's really good. Whenever I, whenever I catch it on, I'm like, man, so many fun moments. Yeah. I mean, James Spader as Ultron, phenomenal. Beautiful. Like, you could not have a better actor in that spot. He is perfect. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Uh, anytime I think of the uh, the part where he's trying to fly away in the Quinjet, and the Hulk jumps in there and, like, rips him out, and you hear, <laughs> right before he gets ripped out, he hears, oh, for Christ's sake! <laughs> thrown out of it, like... I laugh every single time. Yeah, man. There, there's some great stuff in there. You know, and I think my biggest problem with that movie is probably that it was more like the long weekend of Ultron. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't you know? like... that. That's what I mean by the hurried story. Like, we, yeah. we had so long of, like, let's get to Ultron's plan. We never really saw, like, Ultron being a real threat to the entire world. You know? Yeah. That's the thing. It being... Being such a, it, I, I wish that they'd been able to do what they did with Endgame with Age of Ultron, where they had a time jump. We talked about this when it was out, you know, and that's that's what happens in the comic book is they go they go forward like fifteen years, and Ultron's been like, you know, in charge for a while, and yeah. it's enslaved humanity, and that's the whole thing. And then I think they have some sort of time travel hijinks and break well, them out. They couldn't do that twice, I guess. It's an alternate universe. Oh, so. okay, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that's my uh, my seventeen. Let's see, seventeen. I've got Iron Man two. Okay. Okay. Which yeah. uh, which is much further down on your list. So. Yeah, I mean it's three lower. Um, I don't know. I'm almost embarrassed that this one is as low as it is. Uh, you know, as much as like I cry over this movie. When I watch it, but yeah, it just did not rank very high. What you got on seventeen? Uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. Ooh, ooh, that one hurts me. I know it, it's just that one hurts me more than Guardians of the Galaxy Two hurts me. That's rough. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I, I have to say, like even 
even though it's ranked low, like even though mo- all of these movies are ranked low on the list of 23 movies, like they're still better than anything DC's got. <laughs> I mean, they're like, still better than most other movies out there. That's funny. You, you had to, uh, throw that one. You had to throw that jab at DC just to feel better about yourself for having Captain America first Avenger be so low. How can yeah. you put it so low? How it, it How? establishes, I can do this all day. It has the scene where he jumps on the grenade. I mean, come on, man. I'm upset yeah. at you. This one, this one, this one I can't forgive you for. It's got, it's got him, you know, having that touching moment with Dr. Erskine. Yeah. And uh, it's got, you know. It's so good, man. How what can, it, how can I, like, it, it, it it establishes the the line that we see in Endgame where he says, you know, don't do anything stupid while I'm gone. He says, how can I? You're taking all the stupid with you. Yeah. Like, I get it. I get why you're upset. I'm I so too mad. am upset. However. So mad. If you send your tweets to Jeff Randall at Twitter.com. That's, <laughs> that's, that's how you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Matt doesn't understand Twitter, guys. I'm sorry. I, I, do, I do not. I do not. Um, okay. Let's see. What do we have at number 16? 16 is where I stuck Age of Ultron. Okay. All right. I get that. Well, 16 for me, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. Okay. Well, that's where I've got or that's what I've got for number 15. Oh, so we're see we're starting to we're starting to get uh we're syncing up. We're syncing up a little bit. Our our cycles are syncing here. Uh, <laughs> no. No, I'm not I'm not. I'm not going to respond to it. So <laughs> A double cycle. Uh, well, my 15 was Doctor Strange. Oh. Okay. It's crazy to have such a great movie as Doctor Strange be at 15. I just can't, I can't move anything below it. Oh, man. That one, okay. <clears throat> you know how you were upset about Captain America, the first Avenger? Yeah. Being low on my list? I'm very upset with you over Doctor Strange. Interesting. I'm, I'm interested. Uh, I love Doctor Strange. I really do. Uh, man, and now I'm looking at the list, and I'm 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 thinking it is I should maybe I should have moved it one higher. I probably should have had it at 14, if we're being honest. But too late. I made the call. I made the you call. made the call, and you you hurt me inside. I'm like, so sorry. Oh, I mean that was our first like the hero doesn't like win the fight. Yeah, he just outsmarts. You know, if that had crossed my mind while I was ranking these, I probably oh. would have moved that one higher. Because that ending is so good. So and it's good. so Doctor Strange. Like, yep. We get, I mean, we get multidimensional stuff. We get introduced to the multiverse. Like, and it's, like, by itself is a really good movie, like, without even having to establish anything else for the rest of the universe. Like, it's just a really good movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I love it. And oh. it, 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 I could have easily put it a few higher for sure, but I did what I did. Yeah, I gotta stick by my guns. <laughs> if I if I thought about it three seconds earlier, I might have moved it forward. But you know what? Sticking with my guns. It's all right. It's all right. My guns are stuck. <laughs> guns are locked in. <laughs> locked in. Targeted. Target locked. They are target targeted acquired. on several thousand people, like in Captain America: The Winter Soldier. My number fourteen. Ooh, good job. Good job with the weird thing there. Uh, that was a really elaborate segue. Yeah. Was wasn't very good, but I appreciated the effort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my number fourteen is Black Panther. Black Panther. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Didn't like that one as much. Yes. I uh, did not like Black Panther as much. I, I got to say. And, and that's the one I was going to say. I, I, I probably should have moved Doctor Strange above it. I just felt like I love the vi- Again, it's one of those cases. I love the villain. Um, but not the hero. Yeah. I love the villain and I love all of his side kicks more than I love him. I, I don't feel like I really got a sense of who um, T'Challa is. In the first movie. Um, okay. And I like you him. Know, He's enjoyable, but he, he feels a little uh, characterless to me. He's kind of bland. He's he's the, he's the got to be our everyman. Because yeah, but does he? Is that, is no, that his yeah, role? No, no, no. no that that has to be. That has to be. Because like, if you think about it, we were introduced to to T'Challa in Civil War. We got a little a little inkling of who he is. He wasn't the main character, so we got to see some real char- character development with him, some real emotional stakes, some like a solid arc for him to learn all in one movie. And then, you know, we hear about his world. We never see his world in Civil War. But then when it comes to his world and he him going back to it, like he's the only person that we're familiar with going into that into that movie, like Right. He, he's our lens. He's the the applicable everyman. Yeah, but I don't I don't know that he pulls that off either. I don't. Fe- he doesn't feel like an everyman to me. He's a king. I mean, he's no Keanu Reeves. We've got no. <laughs> no, he's not. He's no Daniel Radcliffe or whatever. Like he's no. He's not the neutral mask to me. To me, the neutral mask we have in that movie, and that's Everett Ross. Or not Everett well, Ross. Yeah, Everett Ross. Sorry. <laughs> Everett Ross is supposed to be the the shocked white man, right? You know, which uh, you know, like obviously, I may maybe I connect with him more. I just feel like T'Challa has tons of flavor in that he's a king. He's he. I don't recognize his experience at all, and I don't just mean. See, this is this is getting uh, this is getting racially dicey, uh, but <laughs> potentially it's, it's, it's racist. Not, it's not because he's a black man. It's because he. He's the king of Wakanda. Like he's not the everyman by any means. Yeah, so no, I he should not be an everyman, right? Because he's a king. And maybe, I, they, maybe, I maybe you're right. Maybe they made him that. Maybe they were trying to give him that role so that we he would be our entry into the movie. Um, but to me, that um, isn't isn't really what I wanted out of T'Challa. I wanted him to be interesting and fun and I, I just I guess I wanted to understand what he wanted more than I did by the end. Yeah. I can see that. <clears throat> I mean it's it's kind of the same reason that you know we didn't like Solo as much as like I didn't like Han in Solo as right. much as I like Han in literally anything else. For sure. He's they made him the everyman, um, and and I, I I would I fight I fight I fight for Solo. I stand for Solo a little bit. Um, I think it's better than it gets credit for to some degree. Um, but because because I think that people had a different um, idea of what they were going into with Solo. Yeah, they had a different expectation of what Han Solo is. Right, and I think the idea is that Han Solo wasn't that guy yet is is what not sorry i'm getting us on to an entire conversation I, we could go we could probably go for 30 minutes talking about the solo but we won't um yeah uh i, I, I just but mentioned I it because it was relevant in that way yeah no you're totally right uh, i see what you mean um but yeah i i don't i just i think that t'challa should have been more interesting than he was 
Yeah, that's fair. And you know, talking about my number 14, I, I feel that there are probably at least one Ashley Coffins out there that are going to be really mad at me. Yeah, I'm, I'm mad at you too. I don't, I'm a little kind of breeze by. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I think we're trying, we're trying to move sort of quickly because we do have 23 movies to talk about. And, and a lot of them talk, talk about twice. Uh, but yeah, Winter Soldier is much higher on my list. That's that's fair, and I again I love Winter Soldier. It's just the the spy thriller thing is not my it's not my go to genre. It's not too bad, this is baby. Like, <laughs> it's not my go to genre, and I you know with that it is still like one of the best spy thrillers I've ever seen. Like I love this movie, and it absolutely has its place in the MCU, and it's. It's a beloved movie. Like every every movie on this list that's you know from here going up is like I would kill for this movie. You know, yeah. Like I would fight people over over saying that this movie was bad. Like how dare you? Yeah, but man. This I, is just where it ranks for me. There's nothing on this list that I think is a bad movie. Really, uh, maybe Thor: The Dark World or Incredible Hulk. Those two are down there for me. But everything else I like a lot. It's just we're rank we're ranking here, man. We're ranking. It's hard to rank. It, it's hard to pick a favorite child. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. Number thirteen for me. You're gonna hate me. Number thirteen. Iron Man three. Eh, I don't hate you for that. I really I mean, loved it. I, I, it I, should be so much lower. I kn- I know you feel that way, and I know that so many pe- of our listeners will probably feel that way. <laughs> um, it's I, I, Matt Carroll at Twitter dot com. <laughs> Actually, it's at Matthew Carroll M because Matthew Carroll music was too long. Uh, so go <laughs> go follow me on Twitter, everybody, because I need just followers. so that you can tell him how wrong he is. Yes, do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Literally any reason. Any reason. Just I, I just I I just want attention. I don't need it to be good attention. <laughs> um, but you know, I just You're like an abused child. Everybody, I like when people lie to me. I like when people tell me <laughs> bad things online. I really just like Iron Man three a lot. Everyone hates the reveal of the Mandarin, and it's like my favorite part of the movie. I love Trevor Slattery. Trevor Slattery is so much fun. Um, and I just, I just love that movie and, and I love, it's, it's one of the funnier ones to me. Um, I also, uh, find the depth of what Tony is going through really great, better than most of the other movies that we've hit on this list so far, uh, at least I had that I've hit on this list so far. I, Tony, uh, really dealing with the post-traumatic stress from Avengers is, you know, it's just, it's just fascinating. I just really, really love it. You know, thinking on it, I really like the character of Trevor Slattery. I really liked Ben Kingsley in that role. It was, you know, it subverted the expectations. I like him. What I didn't like about it is that we had Guy Pierce coming in as Aldrich Killian going, I'm the real Mandarin. And like, no, right. Not. Well, yeah, no, I don't think that he, yeah, he does say that. He but, said those exact words. Yes, but that just, that's just because he was the man behind the Mandarin. And so, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're, uh, but you know. He was, he was the man behind the character of the Mandarin. What I would have liked is for Trevor Slattery to say like, oh yeah, he took me to this guy in a cave that, 
you know, and he told me to study him and be like him. And then we could get Ben Kingsley in two roles where he's Trevor Slattery in one and then the Mandarin leader of the, the organization, the 10 rings in another one that would have been killer. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. not only a great story, but like a great use of a phenomenal actor. Yeah. But I, I think we're going to get a different, I, I have a feeling we're going to get a Mandarin now that we're getting the 10 rings movie. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's, I think we're going to get a different Mandarin and I think it would have been a long time early to call that shot if they didn't want to use it yet. You know? So yeah. it is weird though that we're getting a Mandarin and now that Iron Man's dead. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, this was his nemesis in the comics. Like, come on. Right. But, you know, we didn't, he didn't, he was his own nemesis in this universe. He yeah. Didn't, he didn't need that's nemesis. Fair. That's fair. He was, he was kind of his own worst. Uh, let's see, number 13, right? Yeah. That was my 13, Iron Man 3. What's yours? Ah, uh, man, you're going to be surprised, actually, I think. Uh, my number 13 is Thor. Wow. I'm not too surprised because I know what we have com- – well, like the movies that are coming. Okay. Uh, yeah. But yes, like that's that's pretty low for Thor being your favorite character. Um, that is pretty low. Well, he is also in several of the other movies that we're about to talk about. Yes, he is. He, you've got a you've got a Thor heavy top of your list for sure. Yes, I do. <laughs> and I think of the Thor because... movies, it's the second worst. Okay, okay. You know, uh, there's only three, but. You well, know. Uh, I mean, of all the movies Thor is in, maybe. Well, oh, I see. You know, I, uh, well, I obviously think that Thor uh, is, yeah, to me, it's the second worst. <laughs> That's where I have it. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, you know, Thor Ragnarok is my number 12. Okay. Thor Ragnarok at number 12. Great movie. So much fun. It does take a bit of a departure for the, the Thor character. Yeah. It does. And I love and the what tone. they're doing. I love what they're doing. They're making they're making the Thor character fun again. And I yeah. really love what they're doing. Because I think what Thor had become was a little bit of a trope and he was sort of super serious in like Age of Ultron. Um they use his hammer for jokes, but he's not nearly as funny in Age of Ultron as he is, you know going forward so it's cool that they were willing to change that character so often actors will outgrow a character because they grow and what's cool is that marvel allowed chris hemsworth to grow in like develop his comedy chops with you know his other movies that he's made recently and then they allowed him to infuse that into the character of thor it's just such a cool way to be collaborative in the movie making process yeah and, I, you know, I like what they did with him in, in Ragnarok. You know, he got to have fun. And it's like all of that experience that he had in Ragnarok. Ragnarok was still really serious. Like, there was still a lot emotionally thrown on him that he had to deal with. And I think that that really informed his character in in Infinity War when he came in, like, he got all of that thrown at him and he's like, yeah, maybe now I can breathe. But then right at the beginning of infinity war, you know, half his people get slaughtered and he's like, God, now I got to deal with this guy. So like he goes back to that seriousness because he's, he's effectively lost everyone in space. Like he's lost everyone that was close to him. Yeah. But when you say he goes back to that seriousness, but uh, yeah, he's real serious in infinity war, but he's, very comedy relief, even though it's, uh, he's not as much in on the joke. Um, he, they've just changed his 
they've allowed Chris Hemsworth to play comedy, even in those moments where he's super depressed when he's Fat Thor. They've still allowed him to sort of play to comedy as his strength as an actor, which is is fun. Yep. What a jackass! Being a good actor, being that sexy, and <laughs> and, and being funny. You know? Yeah. What a jackass. Right. My number twelve is Spider-Man: Far From Home. Far From Home is that low? It is. It is. I love it. Wow. But it just, you know, at this point, pretty much all the, the, the explanations are going to be the same. And that is, there's just too much, too many good ones above it for me. That's fair. I mean, Far From Home is not in my top five, but still, like, yeah. it's in my top ten. Yeah. I, uh, I, okay. I really loved it. I really loved it. And maybe part of it might also be, it is still new to me, and it's always hard for me to say a brand new movie is my favorite you know right right you don't want to you don't want to like weigh too much on it yeah it still has a lot of that new sheen and as they they, they as they age I tend, the marvel movies age well in my mind like as they get older i'm like man that epic classic scene you know yep that for the first iron man the first captain america all those like just they resonate so much with me and they just are so classic like, they're 10 years old at this point. They're classic films with really good <laughs> stuff. It's just so good. It's just so good. And like a fine wine. Spider-Man Far From Home is good. It's great. But I have a hard time ranking it higher than a lot of the other stuff that's gone on. Uh, and my 11 is, I won't have too much to say about it because we just talked about it. That's Thor Ragnarok. Okay, okay. So we're pretty close on uh, that one. Yeah, yeah. My uh, My number 11 is Captain Marvel. Ah, Captain Marvel. That's pretty high for Captain Marvel. I mean, you think that, but I really like that movie. Yeah, no, no. I mean, that's that's high uh, to me. That's high. You you do your list, and I dig it, man. <laughs> it's it's my list, Matt. Uh, I, 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 I am surprised it. by it, based on our own conversations about Captain Marvel, and uh, you know, not just that it's you know <laughs> that's higher than I put it, obviously, but like. It also is, uh, I don't know, that's, that's higher than I would have expected you to put it. I mean, I like it, you know? Yeah, it's, totally. It's got, a, it's got a great story. It's got a, you know, a really subversive bad guy twist. And it, it's, it's one of those where the, the, the coming into her powers is not, like, it's already happened, you know? It's not the... the point of the film is not her coming into her powers it's becoming her own person her own hero yeah it's true it's it's, it's really interesting in that way um it's, it's it's different kind of movie it's similar to dr strange but i just don't think it landed the same way yeah but and you I know it, i've got i've got dr strange higher on my list for that reason yeah 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 for sure uh well my number 10 is spider-man homecoming that's exactly what my number 10 Yay. is. Ding, 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 ding. ding. <laughs> <laughs> I think, is that the first, I think it's the first one we've gotten the same. That's the first one we've synced up on. Yeah. Wow. That's funny. Uh, we hit it. It only took 13 to get here. <laughs> oh, sorry. 14 to get here. Yeah. That's funny. So yeah, great movie. And I really batted around homecoming and far from home as which one would be ranked better but it came down to adrian tombs yes yes that's exactly what i was going with like adrian tombs and his story especially that turn where he realizes mm-hmm. exactly who peter is and like at the 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 just the the 
the cinematography there, like the color palette where the light turns from red to green on him right there. And you know, you know, and it's like the light is indicative of that. Like, it's so good. It's such good storytelling. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, we're about to get into what we ranked as the kind of the top nine here. Maybe I should have done this before the top, uh, in the top 10, but oh, well, top nine, that's how, that has a <laughs> ring to it, right? You know, nine, totally. nine rings. Um, no way. Ten, ten uh, rings. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> before we hit this, the, the top nine here, and then we collate our data and decide what our official MCU cast ranking is, we're going to go to a word from our sponsors. Well, you may have heard about a little company called HelloFresh. I have. I have indeed. Well, they're not so little, sir. They are America's number one meal kit. With HelloFresh, you can get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. Say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and takeout food. HelloFresh has you covered. I can honestly say that here lately I've been in a bit of a rut with I don't know what to cook. I don't know, you know, I don't want to go to the store. Let's just order something. And it's so much more expensive to do that just like in life. Uh, and HelloFresh is one to help break out of that dinner rut. They have Every single week, 17 seasonal chef-curated recipes for you to choose from. 17, sir. That's that is amazing. Several. Several. That is several. It's more than one by a bunch. And, you know, with that many recipes, there is something for everyone. I mean, not just from the recipes, but also which plans you can have. They've got family recipes. They've got a calorie smart. They've got a vegetarian. They've got uh, these menu series called Hall of Fame and Craft Burgers, like really fun stuff that you can kind of mix it up with every week. And, you know, if you if you want that old classic where you know it's going to be good, you can go with the Hall of Fame. Their Craft Burgers are amazing. We actually had... Uh, it was Cheddar Frico Pork Burgers mm. at one point. That sounds awesome. Oh, my God. It's it's ground pork as your burger, which, first off, is amazing. <laughs> like That's a great idea. Yeah, ground pork and a burger is my jam. <laughs> it is all of the jam. Um, and then, you know, you normally put cheese on a burger. A lot of people like cheeseburgers. But this was Parmesan melted crispy into discs that you then put on the burger in place of melting cheese. And it added just a whole other level of flavor of crunch. Like it was so good to have that. I was so pleased with that. I keep looking for it every time on the next week. I'm like, where's, can we get those again? (laughs) I want I want that. I want that again. Mm. Yeah, man, that's, uh, that's amazing. And then if you do see several that you want, you can add extra meals to your weekly order. You can also add some uh, not-so-calorie-smart sides like cookie dough mm. <laughs> and garlic bread. If you're feeling yourself. Yeah, yeah, if you're loving on yourself. A little self-care this week. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that all sounds amazing. And for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash MCUcast80 and enter the promo code MCUcast80. This really helps out our podcast. If you get a chance, if you need food, if you're going to be eating food this week, then go to (laughs) HelloFresh.com. 
dot com slash mcucast80 and enter mcucast80 for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh. That's $20 off your first four boxes. So check it out. $80 off, people. Let's get back to the ranking, my friend. Okay. So, number nine. We're in the top nine. Top nine. That classic (laughs) thing people always say, top nine. (laughs) I have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Two? Mm. I had it so much lower. Yes, we disagreed on that one. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Um, I've got Iron Man 1. Okay. My number nine. That's that's a that's a that's a good respectable good, that's a respectable placement. Uh, I, I I obviously have that a little higher because we haven't gotten to my my Iron Man one yet. But uh, but yeah, uh, good choices, good choices. All right, let's see. Number eight, I have Captain America: Winter Soldier. Significantly higher than I had. <laughs> yes. Oh man! I said I was upset. I said I was um, upset. You know, I want to say that I'm embarrassed, but it's the that's the way it played out. Yeah, you know? well, it's it's the way this is always playing out. Like, there's just so many movies and so many good ones, and it's really hard to uh, to choose here. Really, really hard. And the MCU is, you know, incredibly, incredibly diverse. Yeah, as far as like. What kind of movie do you want to see? The fact that you can say what genre of movie do you want to see and then just go watch an MCU movie based on that, like, that's crazy to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, the only one, as far as I can think of so far, the only one that you really can't just do that with is horror, and they're going to change that soon. Yeah. I mean, you can't say, like, I want to watch a vampire movie yet in the MCU. But, but you will. Like, a monster, yeah, monster like, movies are coming. Yeah, but like fantasy, we got it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we got your fantasy. We we got. I got all your fantasies. Oh, calm <laughs> down, well, Jeff. Stop hitting. Okay, on the I'm audience. sorry. Uh, number eight. Yeah, we gotta. I gotta talk about number eight. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My number eight is Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume oh, one. Volume one. Eh. Oh, yep. Interesting, interesting. Uh, it's a good bit higher than your volume two, but not as high as I have volume one. Obviously, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy is just so precious to me. And I, I won't even talk about it right now because we got more. I got mine coming up still, but Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy is so precious to me. Just so good. Yep. yep. My number seven is Avengers. The first one. The first one. Okay. Okay. Number yeah. seven? Number seven. I've talked I'm kind of – I'm surprised that it's that low. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've talked about it many times, how I feel about that movie. It's great. It's a great spectacle. It's amazing to see all those characters in the same place, to have that continuity, to combine them all into one place is really, really cool. But I don't feel like the character development is there in that first That's, first that's fair. That's I, fair. I've said it many times, but I just don't think – the Avengers is a as is uh, touching a film as it should be. It's a fun ride, and it, yeah. it, it functions wonderfully as that. And it's amazing. It's an amazing feat of movie making. It like combines all these tones into one thing. It's amazing. But every other one on my list like hits me in the feels and uh, and, and, and means a lot more to me than the first Avengers movie does. I mean, the Avengers movie. 
it's it's higher on my list than yours. Um, the first Avengers movie was really it was it was a it was a test in can we do this and make people like it. Yeah, and I really think that they just knocked it out of the park. And because of that, like because of that feeling of like we accomplished this together. Like I as a fan enabled you to do this for me and i feel like i was a part of it you know and because i have such attachment to it and because i came from you know marvel comics as a you know as a fan of the comics coming in like i knew that the avengers could be something great and then it was and i was it was it was all for me you know it was entirely for me i hear you man um but i'll talk more about that later uh my number seven is black panther Ooh, neat! I am uh, I'm a, a real big fan of of T'Challa and how we how he gets to be our lens. And you know, honestly, the the Killmonger story resonates so heavily and has such weight that I, it's it's the main reason why it's so high on this list is that Killmonger story and how great a villain he was. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, that is what put that above many other movies for me is that I, I, as much, I know it was very critically acclaimed black Panther and, uh, and I know it did some groundbreaking things. Um, and, and also it was, is hugely important movie for a lot of people, but just ranking it purely on the kind of movie it was, I had ended up putting it lower than I would have liked. I just think that, from a storytelling perspective, it's just not as uh, high to me. And uh, okay. but but you know, it, I, I love yeah, I love yeah. that you love it. That's great. That's fair. That's um, fair. My number six, Captain America: Civil War. Okay. Yeah. I, mm, what do you? Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's oh, we've talked a lot about that movie and, and why it's like just so pivotal. Yeah. For, for those sure. characters. For sure, huh. I'm kind of surprised that you got it that low. To be honest, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, I do. Mm. It's okay though. Yeah, uh, I just my- there's so many, so many more that are to me more. I love Civil War. I think it's an amazing feat. But there's a few more above it that are more important to me personally. Five, in fact. Yeah, there's five of them. <laughs> What's your number six? My number six is Spider-Man: Far From Home. Spider-Man: Far From Home. I really think that this one is kind of the only one that let spectacle outweigh story. Hmm. The story was okay. It was pretty good. You know, the, it was interesting how they brought Quentin back in yeah. as the, as the villain, but his power is the spectacle. And that the is spectacle true. is the story for him. Yeah. And those, those two Mysterio scenes are amazing. I, I, I will, yes. I will definitely agree to that, but that's the thing. I, eh, as much as I miss Tony, I don't know that it hit me as hard as I would have liked it to in that movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it's not higher. I really do love that movie. And I think just after the emotional impact of Endgame, it's really hard <laughs> to come behind it with a fun movie and me to think it as important, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, well, I mean, yeah. I said I said in our review of that movie... Uh, in that that episode that we did, that Spider-Man: Far From Home is it's like that first breath after a really good hard cry where you got everything out, and that first breath where you you feel like everything might just be okay now. It's like that. 
Yeah. And I, that's why that that's part of why it ranks so high for me is because it was that it was that re, that release of all the weight of everything that came with Endgame. Yeah, man. I I, I think <clears throat> it's a great movie, and it is the perfect movie for a follow up to Endgame, like a hundred percent. But yep. there's just so many others that feel more important <laughs> to me. Okay, we got number right. five, Avengers: Infinity War. Infinity War, okay. Yeah. Okay. Infinity War is number five. It's me. also in my top five. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say. Clearly. <laughs> what is your number five? My number five is going to be Doctor Strange. Okay. Yeah. I get that. I feel very strongly about that movie. Yeah. In a in a very positive way. Yeah, man. It's a it's it's a good one. It's a good one for sure. It is a good one. And uh, we've already talked about that one a good bit. Let's move on to number four. My number four is uh, very different from your on your list. My number four is Captain America, First Avenger. Okay, okay. I said it all the reasons earlier, but man, there's just yeah. the emotional beats in that movie blow me away every time. I just freaking love it. You know, as much as I like the emotional beats in that movie, I think that they don't outweigh the cheesiness of the montage of montages. Because that movie was montage after montage. See, but I love that. I love because it tells the whole tale. It made Captain America feel like the hero. It felt like a newsreel. Well, it felt it made him feel like he was around for a while. Which yeah, is what I loved yeah. about the montages. Um, if if they had had all the montages allow for time to seem like it's passing in a way that if they just had a lot of scenes, it wouldn't have had that weight. And like, so when I hear Coulson talk about how Captain America is his hero and there's like baseball cards of him and all that stuff, I think of, you know, I th- that makes sense to me because I saw him live out his days and his years in that time period, you know? Um, yep. I think those montages are very effective for the kind of story they were trying to tell, which they were trying to tell him, like, fighting his way through World War II, and it shows a lot, a lot of it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it really made it sink in as a period piece that it was, you know, it was almost like Captain America, like you're seeing and living Captain America through the newsreels. So, and that's how everybody would have lived, you know, would have experienced Captain America back then is through those little snippets and, and, uh, having all the little tidbits from the newsreels that, yeah. and that, that really, that helps to bring home, you know, Captain America as, or the Captain America, the first Avenger as that period piece. It's just, you know, I, I didn't think that it was as strong as, you know, like civil war as far as emotional stakes. And mm. I didn't think that it w- it had as strong a villain as uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, I, I agree with the villain. I don't agree with the emotional stakes, but it's all about the hero in that movie. There's, there's not a big uh, – the yeah. fight is not about the emotional stakes. It's World War II. You know they're going to win. It's about <laughs> – Yeah. It, it's about – introducing Steve Rogers, who is integral to the entire universe. If Steve Rogers had not worked, if he had been cheesy as he so easily could have been, you don't have the Avengers, you know? That's Yeah, yeah. I mean, I say that. They still put Hulk in there, and we really didn't get a Hulk we loved. 
but <laughs> I, you know, like you just needed that leader of the Avengers to feel like you, like you were, you really, really respected him and loved him. If 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 they treated it wrong, he could have felt like Cyclops does in all the Fox X Men movies. You know, oh my god, sort of yes. just a plain, I'm a hero guy. Who you, they make fun of? They don't make fun of Captain America. He is yep. he's a serious well, man. He's, he's so they good. do they do kind of make fun of him in the first Avengers. Sure, sure. They they make fun of the fact that he's old, but they don't make fun of him how good he is. You know? No, yeah, yeah. The, it's they they poke at him over his age and right. you know him being a product of the the thirties forties and they pick on him uh, like for his like calling out their language they all pick on each other they all make jokes but yep. like they're not the movie isn't making a mockery of Captain America Captain America is a very serious character and that's hard to pull off you know it's really hard and I, the first Avenger does so much to set all that up yep and I'll I'll say my number four because we're talking about number four now right yeah my number four is O G the Avengers. Okay. So, I'll, you know, I, I say that to, to say what they did with Captain America in that movie did kind of feel like it was mockery a little bit, you know, mostly because of the butting heads that he and Tony had, where Tony was like, you know, you're, he rolled his eyes really hard at, at Cap over the flying monkey reference. You know, Cap is like, you know, we have to do our job. And, you know, we were, we were brought here to do a job and Tony was like, why are you putting blinders on basically? And Mm -hmm. we really saw their, their development as a team through that movie to where at the end of it, when they're all back to back in that amazing shot where it goes around the whole group, Tony lands and says, call it cap. Like that is the moment where you, you know, that he understands that this guy is our natural leader on this team. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you. I, I, lo- I, lo- I love I love Avengers. It's a great movie, and 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 you know you make a good point. I always I always say that, and you always say that, uh, which is I don't feel like there's enough character development in the first Avengers, and you always say it's the development of the team, and that's true. I, I don't I don't dispute it. It just uh, it doesn't have as much weight to me. That's um, fair. But yeah, I love it. I, I, lo- I, lo- I love the first Avengers movie. My number three. Now top three, man. We're in the top three. Top three. How you Ooh. feeling? How you feeling? I'm tired. I've been talking for a while. Yes, we have. We recorded <laughs> two episodes tonight, and a finale, and we ranked all the movies. So we are, we are deep in podcasting tonight. So my number three, Iron Man number one. Number one. All yep. right. All right. That's my number uh, three. My number three is Captain America Civil War. Mmm. Interesting. Yep. Yep. Actually, it's okay. I got Captain America back in the top three. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that Iron for me, Iron Man, you know, I was batting it around, putting it lower, uh, but and and especially between it and the first Avenger, uh the first Captain America movie, I was bouncing between those two a long time and I had a hard time, but it just came down to it started it all, you know? Right. This movie started this whole thing. It gets a lot of credit for that. Yeah. It's, you know, it's got the, uh, it's got that street cred for, for starting up the whole thing. It do indeed. For starting the street. Who do you have as your number two, my man? 
for those of you who have been counting, you know that my last two are Avengers movies. Oh. Avengers Infinity War is my number two. All right. I dig it. I dig it. Avengers that movie was so good. That yeah. It was so strong. It is amazing. It's it's heavy in every way. Yeah. In all the good ways. The villain is like, ah. Oh. I'm going to cry talking about the movie. Yeah, it's it's an amazing movie and an amazing feat of movie making. What's for, your number two? For me, it just ended up a little further down because there's just a few that were more personally important to me, if we're being real. Like the establishment of Captain America the establishment of the universe and then my number two guardians of the galaxy okay okay it's just a complete departure from all the other movies the music the character of peter quill my dog's name is quill like i I just (laughs) man that movie is that movie's my jam it's just it's it's just there for me man it's it's one of my favorite movies it's it's one of my favorite movies of all time it's yeah, really good space opera. It's, it's top five. And you know I love a space opera. I um, do. Serenity that, is in my top five as well. And so is Endgame. So that's three space operas in my top five. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. Um, I mean, like I said, Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the best ensemble movies ever. And I could see, you know, you as a musician having such a strong connection to music uh, and that movie being all about music to tell the story and and really inform the character of Quill. Yeah. Like, I can see why that would be real heavy for you. Plus, I mean, that's the movie that we started our podcast that's right. talking about. I meant to say that before I announced it. But yeah, the movie we started our podcast because of. That movie started this podcast. And it, this podcast has been incredibly meaningful for me. And if it weren't, that movie hadn't been so good. Like, I could tell from watching that movie that this universe was going to go a while. You know, the Avengers yeah. have been out, uh, I think even Age of Ultron have been out at this point. Like, there are a lot of movies. No, 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 no. We were, we were, we were casting by the time Age of Ultron came out. Um, but yeah, in, in, they're in, they're in phase two, you know, it seemed like it was all kind of earthbound. Everything was sort of earthbound. You know, obviously Thor was not technically, but it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the first two Thor movies are very much on earth. The Avengers movies are both on earth, but when they went to space, and, and and in such a explosive way with James Gunn at the helm, it, it just took the universe to a new place for me. And it, I just that's when I was like, I want to talk about this every week. And we have yeah. for five yeah. years. For five years today, five years today. We didn't mention it at the top. This is our five year anniversary. It's crazy We're doing this podcast Clink. for five years. Oh yeah, Let's we popping bottles and blip. <laughs> Oh, whoa. Five years. Hey, yeah, I get it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I like that. (laughs) Now, it sounds like we have the same number one, my friend. It sounds a lot like we have the same number one. Yeah. Um, Our number one, which it kind of ruins the, uh, you know, surprise of what's going to be number one (laughs) once we tabulate the answers. Our number one. Avengers Endgame. With a bullet. Avengers Endgame. Absolutely. Like, that, okay. This is the only movie ever where I have been just in absolute tears the entire time. 
not from like being sad or having a bad day or maybe something caught me the wrong way. It's just this movie is so heavy and overwhelming and there's so much movie in it. There's so much to tell with this movie. It it's the it like like we've said, it's the culmination of a decade of storytelling. Yep. <clears throat> it is a decade of not just a decade of storytelling, but a decade of shared storytelling of this mm-hmm. whole universe. Preach. You know, everything here is there are so many people involved in this. This is this is one of the biggest I mean, it's the biggest achievement in cinema. Like to be yeah. completely honest. It's the biggest film of all time. You know, it's got the highest box office ever. But also like it's unprecedented yep. that there are twenty two movies leading into this. Mm, totally agree. I totally agree. And that that all being said, but like the execution on this thing. Yeah. Uh, is just amazing. And the you know, you just mentioned crying. One of the, my favorite kind of cry is when I cry because art is just so good. Yeah. Some music makes me cry because it's just so good. Endgame did that. There were multiple scenes where I was just like, man, that this, this is amazing. Like watching that final battle sequence, I was crying and there's when, not even when there's anything sad happening, just from the sling rings and everyone joining in. It's just, it was just amazing to watch, man. It's an amazing it film. And my own personal connection with this movie, you know, obviously I love this movie uh, because it's the culmination of 22 movies that I've been talking about for five years on a podcast because I love them so much. But it also was a theme that was just personally amazing to me. I love time travel. Um, <laughs> I just really love time travel. It's, Back to the Future is one of, is in my top five. Like that's one of my favorite movies. And you know, this one was, took some inspiration from that, them crossing their own timelines and, you know, and it it led to so much fun discussion too. This movie is just wonderful. It's the best ending of any fandom. Like if we're being honest, it's the ending of this first chunk of fandom, you know? Yeah. You, you wrap it up into a nice conclusion. Like it's the end. Yeah, man. There is a new, there's a new set coming up. You know, we kind of have to establish our footing. Phase four, that's got to come up. Sure. But this is the end of all of this. And it, it feels like the perfect send off for at least half the team, half of the original team. And, uh, you know, honest trailers said it best. Like in a time when nobody's sure of the the future of star wars and you know nobody liked the new star trek and nobody likes game of thrones and jk rowling is like wrecking her franchise like pooping on the floor of her franchise i think is what they said you know it's it's crazy that you have a fandom that actually has a really satisfying conclusion for at least you know at least a few that's of the that, of the characters. You know, that's funny they said pooping on the floor. You know that that's a what that's a reference to. There's apparently in Pottermore they do little like uh, they do little like in case you didn't know, and then they tell a thing about the Wizarding World or whatever. And oh, is it that wizards magic away their poop? Yeah, that wizards magic away their poop, which Aye. is is funny. Be- that's why that joke's even funnier. Good job, honest trailer guy. 
Good job, honest trailer guys. But yeah, like they said, it's it's crazy that we've got a movie that that ties up a fandom like this into a really truly satisfying ending. Yeah, and man. It it still leaves it open for other people to take the torch, you know. And they they even say to Robert Downey Jr., not Iron Man. They say to Robert Downey Jr., "We're gonna be okay. You can rest." Yeah, it's true. It's true. And yeah, what a story was told for those two characters, Iron Man and Captain America. What a tale. Man, so good. Well, I think it's time to tabulate the scores and give our final ranking. Uh, All right. We're going to do that, and we'll be right back uh, right for this. We're back. All now, right. there are a few ties. I'm going to run Uh-oh. down the ties. And we're gonna dis- we're gonna try to come to an agreement. If we cannot come to an agreement, we will flip a coin or some such. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Our first tie is going to be Captain Marvel and Thor. Ooh, Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel versus Thor versus Thor. Not the characters. No. The, duking it out the movie the first <laughs> thor movie versus God. the first captain of marvel movie mm-hmm. mm. how are you feeling about this one i'm torn yeah. i really am i feel like your love of thor is making you want to go thor but i know you originally had captain marvel higher on your list yeah now, it's higher on my list because it tells it's just got a better story overall like all of the story, all the movie checkboxes are ticked. Right. I think it has a more interesting story, but I, I don't think it has a better story because story begins with character in my mind, and I think it takes us too long to get to know Captain Marvel. That's my problem with that movie. Is I don't. I still, after two movies of Captain Marvel, I don't know who Captain Marvel is. Let's be real. It's more like one and a third movies with Captain. Sure, Marvel. sure, sure. That's true. That's true. But that, that's all part of the problem. You know, like we still don't know her. They, they didn't know who she was going to be when they filmed Endgame. And they just kind of made her sort of this smirking, sarcastic lady who is not who she is at all in Captain Marvel. I don't know. But that's, that's all neither here nor there. The question is, yeah, which is. movie is better, Captain um, Marvel or Thor? To me, it's all about – I think Captain Marvel is better in many ways. But Thor has the Loki-Thor relationship being established. Thor does have the Loki-Thor relationship. It also establishes one of the best long-running villains of the MCU. That's in true. Loki. Yeah. At least, maybe not full villain, like frenemy? <laughs> Frillin? Frillin? Frero? <laughs> Venero? I no, know. I just combined friend and hero. That one didn't even make sense. Yeah, they're all Freeros. That's what the Avengers is. Vero. That's what I meant to do. Okay, okay. Hillen? Uh, anti-hero? Mm. Anti-villain? Yeah, anti-hero is probably what he is. Okay. Mm. It's hard. It's a hard one. This Normally I have a strong feeling about one, you know, where I'm like, yeah. no, it's got to be this one. And we, we, we fight over it and then we come to an agreement. But uh, I'm comfortable with either one of these taking the lead on this, this, this one. Captain okay, Marvel well Thor? then it's Thor. It's Thor? All right. I, yep. I think that's a lot because of your affection for Thor, but I think that's fair. <laughs> I think that's fair. Um, I also think for the time, 
if, if you consider the time it was made, which I, I'm, I'm trying not to do too much of, but I think that Thor for its time was better than Captain Marvel is for its time. Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel is an interesting experiment that I don't think went as well as it should have. I don't know. Okay. Next high. Um, this one we might fight over. Captain America, the first Avenger and black Panther. Oh, my knee-jerk response is to say Captain America, the first Avenger. Well, then we should do that, because that's how I feel. (laughs) Uh, But you ranked it four lower on your list. I know, but it's got all the story beats, but then again... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You ranked it... uh, Significantly lower. lower. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) It was ten lower. Okay. (laughs) So if so if you're comfortable going first Avenger, I'm definitely comfortable because I had I had it at like fourteen versus four. Yeah, yeah. We both had them ten ten apart but reversed. <laughs> That's funny. So you had Black I just, Panther. I like I like the Killmonger arc. You know? I love the Killmonger arc. I'm not disparaging the Killmonger arc in any way, but if I had to go, which of those two movies is better? Man, First Avenger takes it. Just if nothing else, because of the grandfather paradox of it all. Not the actual grandfather paradox that's established in Endgame, but the gr- the grandfather paradox of it gets grandfathered in. <laughs> <laughs> I just, okay, I just wanted okay. to make that really confusing. Sorry, yeah, uh, no, because you made it so confusing. I'll capitulate. <laughs> My plan was a success. <laughs> Okay. All right. That that sounds good. Uh now, next tie. Next tie. Doctor Strange. It's Doctor Strange. Or Spider-Man Sorry. Homecoming. It's absolutely Doctor Strange. Okay. How can it not be Doctor Strange? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, cool, Spider-Man Homecoming brought Spider-Man back into the MCU. Cool. No, Doctor Strange was our first Dormammu, I've come to bargain and it's that Spider-Man was not as good as Doctor Strange. All right. So for me, it's all about two scenes. The, there are two scenes that make make both of these high on my list, uh, and they are Dormammu. I have come to bargain versus Adrian Toomes in the car. And Adrian Toomes in the car is really good. It's really good. I, but I'm going to capitulate because, to be honest, when I made my list, I didn't think about Dormammu. I have Dormammu. I have come to bargain. I think that scene is kind of amazing. And it's all about sacrifice, and it's not about a violent, just beat up the bad guy. It's a really clever way of ending that movie. So I fully capitulate. Hell yeah. We're going to go with Doctor Strange above. That's the correct Spider-Man answer. Homecoming. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. I'm glad we came to an accord. Um, or at least at least a civic. Let's see. It's a real bad joke. It was, it was terrible, yeah. <laughs> And that's it. That's the ties. Okay, so time to read our final ranking. Are you ready? Sure. Our final ranking at number 23, Thor the Thor Dark, the Dark World. World. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. At number 22, Incredible Hulk. That's okay. Pretty, pretty clear, yeah. Number 21, I'm- Ant-Man. I'm actually surprised that that one made it as low as it did. Yeah, well, I mean, when we watch Ant-Man, when we just watch Ant-Man, we've, we're in love with Luis, we're in love with Scott Lang, like, it's a fun movie. But then, 
when you like step back from Ant-Man and you look at the rest of the MCU, you're like, how the hell did this get in here? Yeah. What is, who is this? Why is this fly in my soup? Um, okay. It's the tastiest fly I've ever had. Taste, what in tasty, the hell? tasty fly. Number 20, Iron Man 2. That's exactly where I put it on my list, so I feel that's correct. All right, all right. Number 19, Iron Man 3. I feel that's too high. <laughs> I know that but you okay. do. Uh, and I feel that it's too low, but that's what this is all about. This and I is, feel you're wrong. This is a compromise. <laughs> Number 18, Age of Ultron. Okay. I'm good. I'm content with that. I'm content with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That sounds reasonable. All right. Number 17, Captain Marvel. Hmm. Yeah, no, I know that one hurts you, because I know you liked it, and it ended yeah. up not only... It ended up even losing the losing the the, the capitulation at the end. Um, all right, number sixteen, Thor. Thor. Hmm. Okay. I mean, that's not far off of where I had it. You know. Yeah. I, I I can I can understand that even though it has that super soft spot in my heart, that it is not as good a film as. 15 of these other movies. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing. Okay, then we have number 15, Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's exactly where I had it on my list, nice. so I feel it's correct. That's very funny that these ended up so close to your list. I feel like you cheated, even though I did the math. <laughs> like, how did you do that? Well, it's because you Definitely. had it at 15 and I had it at 16, so it just ended up averaging out to the same place, basically. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> all right. Number 14, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, you know, I can, like I said, I, can I like with the it. film. It's just not that rewatchable for me. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Number 13, Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's about so where I had it. I had it at number 12. Number 12, Captain America Winter Soldier. I can, I, I can live with that. I like, again, love the movie. Yeah. Just, you know, spy thriller. It's not my thing. Yeah. All right. Number 11, Black Panther. Number 10, Captain America First Avenger. Um, that one Makes saddens sense. me. That one saddens me. I know we had it in very different places, but it's just my, like, number four. So high. <laughs> uh, number nine, Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay, okay. Like, to me, having Spider-Man Homecoming above First Avenger, that's a crime. It's a crime, I say. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's my fault. It's okay. I'm just, you know, being honest. <laughs> it's okay. You're just terrible for it. And now that we're into the top nine, the, the number everybody <laughs> waits for. Um, <laughs> number eight, Doctor Strange. I don't agree with that, but okay. Mm, I hear you. I, 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 I hear mean, you. that's that's the math. Yes, yeah, it's, it's all the math. The math doesn't lie. Number seven, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Okay, yeah. I had it number six. That makes sense. Right. That makes sense. Number six, Iron Man. The one that started it all. The one that started yeah. it all. 
Yeah. 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 The ancient one. <laughs> the, mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Number five. Avengers. You know, it's number one in our hearts. No, clearly not. <laughs> it's Avengers number one. That's true. It I is mean, that. it gets the foam finger. Uh-huh. You know. Number four. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that it's number four simply because you ranked it so high. <laughs> that is that is definitely true. <laughs> I just, I think it's just one of the most innovative and interesting and, you know, it just belongs there to me. Yeah, absolutely. It is top nine worthy. (laughs) Number three, Captain America Civil War. That's exactly where I had it on my list. How do you keep getting those? I don't know. (laughs) I don't either. You shouldn't have that many that are exactly where you had them. My top three, though. That's funny. Uh, number two, Avengers Infinity War. Yes, it is exactly where I had it. How? <laughs> I don't understand how the math worked out on that. I, it's just because I did. I put them low, but not as low as you put my favorites. That's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> my top, my favorites. I just tanked your favorites. You tanked so that my I favorites get real hard. I see what you did. Now I see the game. <laughs> it's so funny Um, like yes you did like these movies didn't you I didn't like yours at all and finale finally finale number one with a bullet the one we already talked about Avengers Endgame exactly where I had it (laughs) top three you got the top three because you tanked my top three and I was honest. Uh, I was honest. I clicked mm. on the one I would rather watch at the time. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Uh, I, I think that's good. I think the, that those those top three are good top three. I'm glad Guardians made it as four. Um, I think that's fair. And Iron Man made it to six. So my, my top three didn't go that far down. They're, my top three ended up in the top six. So... Yeah, well, I mean, at least it's in the top nine, you know? Yeah, yeah, you gotta get in that top nine. That's a pr- <laughs> precious, precious, coveted place. That's prime real estate right there. <laughs> Alright, guys, well, that's it. That's our, that's our ranking. We'll try to post, we'll post this on, uh, our, uh, on our website, mcucast.com, and on our Facebook and Twitter. Uh, you can find us at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, or call us at 573castmcu, leave a voicemail. I'm sure that next week we'll be covering some more feedback. We're going to be doing some feedback over the next couple weeks. We're going to be doing some, um, uh, commissioned episodes. Finally, we got a good stretch of time with no content, so we're definitely going to do some commissioned episodes. So if you are a patron and you want a commissioned episode and you haven't gotten us a commissioned idea yet, please get it to us, and we're going to go down the list and do as many of those as we can in the next few weeks, which we actually should be able to get to a lot because there's no content till December. Uh, but we'll be back with more MCU talk next week. Peace. Until next time, true believers. True believers.